Welcome everybody to Wrestling With The Truth. My name is PC Hunter and I'm sitting here alongside my good buddy Nightmare J. Myers. Nightmare, how are things going in Nightmare Land since it is your month, the month of October? It is spooktober, spooktober, spooktober. I forget what I said last time. You said spooktacular, but don't use that again. Yeah, no, that's not good. Uh, It is good. Wait, wait, wait. It's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice. It is my favorite time of year. Not because of uh, everything uh, pumpkin spice, but because everything horror. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so no, it's good. It's uh, Nightmareland is is going well, and I'm excited uh, for any of those horror fans out there. We got uh, October fifteenth, the release of uh, Halloween Kills. If you're interested, so that that's gonna be Are that's gonna be my Friday. Oh, I'm super pumped. That's gonna be my Friday night uh, next week. So uh, have you felt about the recent remakes and all that of some of these classics? Uh so I think it's a touchy subject. Some some don't love. Some really love. I think there's for the Halloween franchise, the original is always gonna be the original classic, and then the Rob Zombie remakes were not well received. I didn't mind them. I didn't love them. Um, this Which, one ironically, is, like his indiv- his his own movie franchises have been pretty awesome, yep. though, haven't they? But and yeah. well, and so the the ones he redid. So people regard his ori- the first one that he remade okay. Like that got pretty. He went really off a lot of the tone for the second one, and it was really really out there. And that was his own doing, and I think he wanted to do that on purpose, and that's why people sort of were like mm, we don't like what you did with the franchise. But um, the these new remakes, this new trilogy, kind of extended from the first one. So it's not, in essence, a remake, but it's a kind of forget about the other ones in between and then go. So I, I've heard some, the bulk of people really like it. There's been some things I've watched that I actually was surprised to see, had some criticisms over it. But uh, I'm excited for this one. And then there's another one uh, immediately next year. And apparently the body count is the largest in history. So... <laughs> Sign me up. That's uh, that's what we're going for. But uh, yeah, I'm so excited for that. That's my Friday night next week. Nice, nice yeah. indeed. Uh, so yeah, we're uh, we're rolling along here in October. We're just coming off of our last episode. Had a great interview with uh, the Beast himself, Remy Petit, and we really want to say thank you once again to Remy to take his time out of his day to. And thank you to the Beast for uh, napping on that one while we, uh, yeah. we got a chance to interview Remy. Unfortunate news uh, for any local listeners, the card that we were heavily promoting, which was the October 16th and 17th uh, double shot that was happening in Bedford, Nova Scotia, has been canceled. Uh, There's been some increase in lockdown measures as far as the province of New Brunswick, where a lot of the the wrestlers themselves come from. And so their ability to travel has been stifled greatly. So unfortunately, they weren't, uh, they were not able to uh, scramble and get the show together. So unfortunate news because, you know, Kaizen being such a small independent promotion, anytime they take a hit like that hurts. Yeah. So it's hopefully a big, big impact for sure, but hopefully it, they bounce back for November. So that being said, um, they still are scheduled to have their November 13th show, which is uh full capacity. Uh, and it's happening on the, uh, at the Alderney landing uh, theater in uh, Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. Hopefully, uh, lots of people will come out to support that show. Let's make sure it is sold out, it is at full capacity, and that people support independent wrestling. So get out there, get some tickets, go to that event. And The Beast is scheduled to be wrestling in that that uh, event. And uh, I guess it's just announced his opponent is going to be Kimba. 
Mm. <laughs> Maybe you can describe Kimba for those who are not familiar. Kimba is a, I would, I would throw him out there as a high-flying kitty cat, really. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. So yeah, the lucha cat, Kimba. Uh, so <laughs> no, the lucha kitty cat. Let's be, let's be. He's he's a kitty cat. I don't think he's just a cat. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any uh, Fortnite fans out there, all I can think of is the the cool music that Miauskos has uh, for for his entrance. Uh, that'd be a great entrance music for uh, for Kimba. But I don't know if there'd be licensing problems with yeah. that. Unbe- unbelievable, talented uh, guy. But uh, yeah, he's, that's he's basically. A cat in a lucha mouse. <laughs> it works. He's got yeah, a tail. Does. He does have a tail. <laughs> not, so, not unlike Bianca's uh, hair whip, I guess. It's kind of the same idea. True. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. There you go. Hopefully the beast doesn't tear the tail right off. <laughs> anyway, so if you're in Nova Scotia, come support independent wrestling. That being said, we're going to talk about some mainstream wrestling now. Uh, yeah. This is what we're going to call this one a little bit of a potpourri episode. Just kind of a... A roundup. A roundup. Yeah, yeah we uh, we because we've had guests, we've had some countdowns and things like that. We haven't really had a chance to talk about what's been happening in the wrestling world of late, and there's been a little bit going on. So we thought we'd high level touch on some of that stuff. Yeah. So if you're cool with that, Jay. Yeah, absolutely. Get let's get let's get some talking of some wrestling. Sure. So where do you want to start? Well, let's maybe start with uh, WWE. Yeah. So we just had the we just passed. So we're recording this on a Saturday. So we, we um, previous. Uh, Friday and then Monday that just passed. We just had the draft um, completed two rounds, I guess two, well, more than two rounds, but two shows full of the draft. We had a, the draft used, in my opinion, the draft used to be cool. It was a kind of a, a fun thing. I don't get excited about it anymore because there's never really anything, in my opinion, major that happens. We did get a few NXT call-ups, so I think that was kind of cool. Um, especially... In my opinion, especially like Ridge Holland, who was one of them, was very new to TV, and they already threw him on there. And who was um, who was the other one? I know we got the hit, we got hit row, and then yeah. there was somebody else too, wasn't there? Um, that was fairly new on TV. I thought maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking Hit Row and Ridge Holland were the only two. But anyway, we we got a little bit of that. But I mean, the flip flopping of brands. I mean, I'm over. We've talked about this before. I'm over the brand split, to be honest. Zia Lee was the other, uh, Zia Lee. Zia, Zia Lee, Sorry, yeah. that's what it was, right. And Aaliyah. But I think Aaliyah, Aaliyah, been, Aaliyah, I think Aaliyah had been doing some dark match stuff. I didn't catch Aaliyah. Maybe, did they do like a supplemental I draft think, after I think that's it? where okay, it kind of came from, been. yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I mean, we've talked about this before. I am sort of not really into the brand split anymore anyway. So just give me one one roster that can go on both shows and maybe, or a caveat to that, Keep the brand split, but have your championships only have one set of championships that can go on both shows. That would be better, in my opinion. Then you could have any given time the IC titles being in a program on Raw and the U.S. titles on uh, SmackDown, and then the tag belts are on SmackDown and the world titles on Raw, and then flip-flop them, right? Anyway, that's just my two cents. But we did kind of have that early on in the uh, the original brand split in the early 2000s. That's what they were doing. They only had one set of titles. So yeah. uh, mm-hmm. anyway, please go back to that if you're listening, uh, Bruce Pritchard <laughs> or Vince McMahon, but uh, I think we all know they're not. Um, so yeah, I, I, I thought it was okay. Again, a little underwhelming. I didn't think anything really major came out of the draft shows. Unfortunately, I don't have a, too much take on SmackDown. I, I do know they started the King of Ring, uh, but I haven't had a chance to really deep dive into, into the SmackDown show last night. Um so yeah, I mean, I guess it was it was okay. I guess the the draft wasn't anything special in my opinion, but 
Yeah, just sticking with the draft for for right now. Um, I'm with you. It's kind of lost its luster as far as anything. If anything, it kind of seems to interrupt forced. the flow of the show. It's forced, yeah. Yeah, it, it's especially when you just you only had um, uh, what's what's his name, uh, the GM um, Adam oh, uh, Adam uh, Pierce Adam and, Pierce and, and, and Sonya just Sonya, yeah. back and forth. It, it used to be kind of fun when they'd have the they GMs. Would do, like, the, the music would yeah, come out, and, and Eric Bischoff would do his, and Flair. And I kind of like too when they they. Pull off some trades. Yes. Yeah. And you don't see that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. At least it, they didn't have the war, quote unquote war rooms. Yeah. With all the like Fox executives and <laughs> the, USA executives. The Fox and, execs that oh went nuts God. when they drafted Natalia. Yeah, yeah. And they were all high fiving. Yeah. And I was just like, come on, man. Like, I don't know if there's anything truly that crazy interesting that came out of it. I mean, it, there seems to be an obvious. It looks like they're trying to load Raw back up again, but I and I get that it, they're going with kind of a younger feel with SmackDown because I think they feel pretty comfortable. They well, have, have Reigns, right? No, I was just so, going to yeah. say you have the Bloodline there, and yeah. that show is centered around the Bloodline right now. So let's just—I think they feel like we can just piece some parts together. I'd say out of uh, the two women's rosters, that SmackDown definitely got the more strong roster. They've got Charlotte, Naomi, Sasha, Shayna. Actually, Zaylee is pretty pretty damn good herself. Yeah. Tony Storm, you know, so they've got some some solid good boxer, yeah. some solid hands on that. Whereas on the uh, Raw technically roster, they they brought up um, what's her name, Mashatsi, and they're yes. still on SmackDown too, right? Well, right? no, they split up Tegan and Shotzi. They did. Yeah. Wow, that didn't take long. That was interesting. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you look at the women's roster on on Raw, and you have Bianca and Becky. But you, then you have Rhea and Nikki, but they're in a tag team, mm-hmm. so that kind of takes them out of the picture. Yeah, Alexa, Carmella, Nia Jax, Lena. I don't know what's going on. With you. Yeah, Dewdrop, Dana Brooke, Liv Morgan. Mia Yim is interesting that she's listed on there. Oh, okay. So that maybe was, that's just still from the uh, Retribution days. Yeah, maybe so. Then Tamina and Tegan Knox. So I think the SmackDown women's roster is definitely the stronger of the right. two. So and again, SmackDown's always been known as the worker show anyway. So that's. That's a good thing. Yep. You still have Bailey out there as a free agent, quote unquote. That's, yeah, that's the other thing. So yeah. that's, that's, uh, could be interesting. And then you have, uh, as far as the moves to Raw, I like the fact that you got Edge on there. Um, Austin Theory, I'm excited about that. And a nice little debut great for him. Great segment, too. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, nice debut. The way they kind of set it up, really trying to bury him. And then all of a sudden, Corey Gray's like, yeah, that was, uh, that was what we were waiting for. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, just uh, on a side note, what do you think of the heat that Corey Graves is getting for his comments on Dana Brooke? I didn't. Uh, you fill me in. I didn't get that. Uh, she was having her match with Shayna, which was basically a squash yeah. match, right? And she was in the corner doing some mm, kind of weird arm thing that just did, looked like she wasn't doing the move right. And Corey just happened to make like an offhanded comment. Basically, the paraphrase, he was saying that it's been a number of years that they've been working on Dana Brooke. Maybe it's time to cut their losses, right? But him being a heel announcer, that's that's. He said what that he, on air. Yeah, he did. Ooh, I can so, see that on his podcast. Yeah, but. yeah. Ooh, been a lot of back it. and forth uh, from fans. Some people are defending it, saying he's a heel announcer. Some people are like, eh, "That's a that's a real shot on on her." Could it? Uh, is that is that a honest, I was just gonna say, yeah. let's be honest. He was probably fed that line. Well, I mean, we've heard how, that before from how many Vince, times right? does he talk about weight with people? Yeah, and, you know, like so, we've heard that stuff before. Why yeah. would, would be people shocked? Why would people be shocked about that? Yeah, to me, that's a hundred percent not him saying that. It's, I, I don't. It, I don't it was, think it, it was interesting. That's for sure. Wow, so I did not catch that. If I, I mean, Dana, Dana Brooke, I'd be a little bit worried. <laughs> yeah, true enough. If yeah. yeah, wherever that's coming from. 
I do love I do love that he's so over the top with Carmelo though. Like <laughs> that that makes that makes it so much better. Even I think Saxon even threw in a little dig. He's like, whoa, bias much, uh, Corey or whatever. I yeah. think it's pretty funny. Uh, we got uh, her business staying together, which is great on Raw. Or just, yeah, the fact that they're back in general. Yeah, well, yeah, of course, them being back is pretty cool. Gable Stevenson, that was an interesting little uh, call up there. So Kind of came out of nowhere, didn't it? It seems that we just saw him, quote-unquote, sign Mm -hmm. at SummerSlam weekend, Mm -hmm. and now he's in the draft. They didn't, they didn't, here was my thing, like, they didn't set up the draft very well, I didn't find. Like, they didn't say who was available, who was, like, not available. They didn't give timelines apart from the October 22nd date. That's just a... That's just them covering their ass to keep storylines going. But like, did we even know that Gable Stevenson was was available? Or what about the other one that was there at SummerSlam? She was was she not available? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just, it just didn't feel set up very well. But anyway, it was interesting. A little small gripe on my end. On the SmackDown side, you got Drew moving over, which is no yep. surprise. Uh, mm-hmm. Now they can work on that whole Roman versus Drew feud. I was a little disappointed that they didn't say, but his sword wasn't drafted to SmackDown. <laughs> Ginger gets possession <laughs> I of that. just, oh my God, I'm so done with this campy shit that they're doing with him, man. Just stop so it. He's a badass. Just... You're not a fan of Big D? No, <laughs> I'm not a fan of him joking. I'm not a fan of the no. countdown. Just kick some ass because that's what he does. He's a massive. Like, look at him in there. I know he's he a stud. over everybody. He, he's a stud. He just looks so much bigger than everybody, including Big E. Like, he makes Big E look small. Yeah, make that guy he towers. Just, oh, just pull. I don't know what you got to do to him. Do you feel like they're leaning towards a heel turn? For I him? hope so. Yeah, I hope so. But it's like, man, oh man, they got to do something. That that gimmick with the sword is played out already. Like. By the way, good callback on Raw with Dolph talking about all the relationships was, they had. That was such a good promo, yeah, including yeah. including Bobby, Big Bob, Big Bob. <laughs> including Big Bob. But like that was that's the promo we need. We yeah. need the guys that are just telling it as it is to their face. We know that they're all friends in that ring. Like, mm-hmm. but that made it look so much better, right? Like he wasn't even. And you couldn't even, I think Corey brought up, you couldn't even really get mad at what he was at what Dolph was saying because all he was saying is, "I just want to thank you." I don't want money. I don't want this. I don't want, I just want to thank you. Like I, like that was a good promo. I thought for anyway, sure I get, I get excited with dolphin Bobby are in the ring anyway on my TV. So. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, man, Bobby's still looking oh. fantastic. What? A, oh, anyway, don't get me started on the waste of that, but the two of those guys, I don't, I mean, I know Dolph's talked about, he just likes being there and he doesn't need this and that and the other thing. And maybe Bobby's in the same camp, but I don't know. It's just two guys that should be running that company, man. Uh, so yeah, other than that, I mean, the only other, I guess, notable thing is, is, and I don't know, most people think it's notable for us because we're fans, but Sheamus moving over to SmackDown, which gives him that opportunity to grab the IC title, which right. would give him the, uh, has he never had that one yet? He's never had that oh, one. So that'd be go. the grand slam that for him. That would be awesome. Then. Yeah. So that would I'd be like, give me Sheamus all day. I think I love Sheamus. And although I'm, start, to SmackDown too, I'm right? starting to see some Sheamus love online. Like people are starting Uh-oh. to finally wake up Uh-oh. to that. This guy puts on amazing that, matches. That means we're in Bizarro world. Then if that's okay. <laughs> you know, we've been only saying. <laughs> that for i don't know how long the but, guy yeah. deserves everybody's love yeah, man yeah. but jeff hardy's over there now too so that he still is. sets up that program so that's good yeah, ricochet yeah. went over too so that's they, one that's they, interesting i think you might see a yeah, little bit of a push for ricochet i, I hope so <laughs> just get rid of that stupid pew in the front not a chance they're not gonna oh do that they might add God. more they might add pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of Rick, stop tinkering with stuff uh, speaking of ricochet again my favorite irish Richard wrestler O'Shea, you mean? rick o'shea richard o'shea yeah um he's part of the king of the ring tournament ah, so nice. that, which has begun so we have uh the brackets are it's pretty small you got ray ray versus Sami Zayn. 
Cesaro versus Finn, Kofi versus Jinder, and Xavier versus Ricochet. Oh, there you so go. we've already had the Ray Sammy matchup, and Sammy won. Sammy won. He did. He did. Wow. Thanks to distraction from uh, Dominic. It wasn't heel distraction, just a, another. But it could another feed, step could in the whole father versus slow something. build. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Good for, I'm, you know what? Good. I hope they're doing something with Sammy because he, that, well, that guy deserves it. Except that there's no way that he's going to Saudi. Oh, yeah. That's where that. the finals are. So oh, I think they're kind right. of premeditating that, but it's. Gotcha. Uh, it's it's um, Sammy's moved on, and then it's a zero fought. Finn and Finn won that match. Good, so good, so it's good. Sammy oh, well, versus I shouldn't Finn. say good. I love both of those guys, yeah. but but Finn deserves that push again. Yeah. So it's it's Sammy th- versus Finn. Who do Finn. we think is coming up? So, so I think it's, who do we got left now? Finn. Sammy. So be, on that bracket, it's going to be uh, Finn versus Sammy okay. to go to the final. So I, I'm thinking it's going to be Finn, Finn because again yeah. because of the although unless they pull a. a uh, end around, but there's no way that I think Sammy's going to Saudi Arabia. To, like, I don't think he's allowed. I don't think he wants to. I don't to think be he wants to. Be there, yeah. So, and that's you know that's that's kudos uh, to him. Whatever yeah, he wants to do. Uh, so I think it's gonna be Finn in the finals. Then you got Kofi, Jinder, and Xavier and Ricochet. And I mean Xavier is the one who's been Kofi, pushing, pushing, pushing. Up a Kofi Xavier thing here. I think so. As much as I would be cool to see that go down, as if somebody turns. Man, I really wish Jinder or Ricochet would go over, but I'm probably the only Jinder fan out there. I love Jinder. Uh, I'm also a huge Richard O'Shea fan, so give me all give me all the Ricochet I can have. But that just seems too obvious. I feel like they're going with a Kofi. a Kofi. Woods. Now, and then, but you now, know what? It'll be it'll be a respect match and or handshake this, handshake that. And do I'll we be, get a heel turn? Finally. No, I just I would love that. I just King can't Woods, see it. King Woods. No, I I listen. Hopefully, I'm wrong. I prove me wrong, please. But I just don't see it. They've, I could totally see to, King when's Woods. When's the last really good heel turn we've had like that? I could totally see King Woods turn into King Booker and, and uh, that leading to a run. You know, maybe I just, he's the only one who hasn't won the title. And this is not a shit necessarily, but we just we don't get that really massive heel turn anymore. We Which just we, don't. Would, that's why it'd be such a good swerve. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I hope so. I also hope that Ricochet goes over too because I would love to see man oh man a Ricochet Finn finals. Be pretty Ooh. good. I can't see Ooh. Finn being king of the ring. I could. Well, I'm I could. sorry. I can't see him going around wearing the crown. It, really, that yeah, is that's a heel guys, thing. Yeah, how many guys yeah. have worn the crown when they actually like won it, right? Like Over no, the last little while they have. But, but, I mean, but more the heel guys. Yes. It, they do a full character. Like, it's definitely a heel thing. Character change yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. But like, no, but I mean, there's not that many of those guys in that in the lineup now, apart from Sammy. Sammy could definitely wear the crown for a while. But he's not. I don't think we. I think we agree. He's not going to win. Oh, that would be great for Jinder. Jinder might be a guy who would. But other than that, there's not. Really, not winning. No, Jinder's not winning. So there's nobody I, really in I'm there. A, I think Jinder's kind of bulletproof. Like he, he can lose a thousand matches, and all you have to do is just play the the angry foreign guy angle, yeah. and he's back in. But right? also, so what? I guess you know what I mean. The guy's yeah. had his. He, I wish he would be booked a little bit stronger, but he's had his. Like I think he. I think he is. Mark my words. He will go down in history as one of the most undervalued. WWE champions of all time, and I know that's probably people like bullshit, but I think he will. When you look back and you actually assess that run, he had a really good run, whether you like it or not. And I think that's I don't hinder the gender. Yeah, no. I mean, I hated the decision to like bury him in his home country and and Triple H beat him and all that stuff, but whatever. It is what it is. So okay, give me your pick for who's who's going to be in the finals and who's going to win. Oh, my heart says. Finn and Ricochet, but um, I'm going to say Finn on the one bracket, and I will go with 
I think Kofi. I think Kofi will go on the other one. I just I have to go Finn Kofi. And who's winning? Well, Kofi maybe then, I guess, in that case. All right. I'm going with Finn versus Woods, and I think Woods is winning. Okay. Either way, you set either way they have the bracket set up, it's gonna be a baby versus baby by the looks of it. Unless you yeah. get that heel turn. Well, fair enough. I guess yeah, you could pull that. Mm-hmm. There, then I changed my answer then to Woods. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then my, my answer is a caveat. If if Woods goes heel, then it's Woods. Then you also have the Queen's Crown tournament, right. which it's great. They're glad they're doing this. It's definitely been set up for the mid card side of it. No, no four horsewomen in this. Good. So uh, you've got like let's be real as it should be. I mean, really. Yeah, yeah. It's that got, next step, stepping stone. I always like when there's at least one kind of name True. in there. That's the only thing. But so you, you can have them beat or something. Yeah. Exactly. You've got Tony Storm versus Zelina Vega, Liv Morgan versus Carmella, Dewdrop versus Natalia. And Dana Brooke versus Shayna Baszler. So. <laughs> I feel like we, Baszler's getting the push. Here. Oh, God, yeah. I, feel like I, 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 the I don't think there's a more her. obvious. She's the queen of spades. That's her, yeah. literally her name. So I think there's, based on the last four weeks of booking, they're strapping the rocket to her for, which is great. And I'm actually, a, like, I know she can be boring-ish in the ring, but the, the woman is talented, I think. I know she has her, her detractors. And also, it's a bit surprising given what we heard, quote unquote, heard that Vince would say about her. And like, I don't think he was, we heard that he wasn't a fan and all this stuff, but it sure as hell seems like he's a fan right now. Is she in a world full of, uh, quote unquote, uh, playboy Old type divas, yeah. divas? She's the anomaly that fits great. You know, like she's just the ass kicker. And she, she, she's the, I don't, not, not necessarily in stature, but she's, she could be a modern day China. She could whip guys' asses if she wanted to. I oh, think. there's guys on a lot of rosters. Yeah. I, won't, I won't name the rosters. And that, but that's what I mean the, by modern-day China. That she could definitely... Yeah, could I don't mean like in stature or like popularity or anything mm-hmm. like that, but like as far as legitimacy, whip, legitimacy mm-hmm. and women who could beat dudes up, mm-hmm. 100%. I'm, I'm scared to death of her. I know she can whip my <laughs> ass for sure. So let's get into uh, some of the results so far from the uh, Queen's Crown Tournament. We had Tony Storm versus Zelina, and guess who went over? My heart really wants Zelina to have gone over. Your heart is right. Yes. But guess what people are now doing? What? They're complaining because Zelina got a win. Oh, my God. Now, what were they doing for the last how many weeks? They were bitching that she didn't even get on TV, let alone a win. And now she finally gets a win, and guess what they're doing? (laughs) Why because can, it's well, because it's against Tony, right? So oh my God. you can't win. Like this is the thing with the E. Like you cannot win, no matter what you do. You How, cannot do you, win. Like I don't understand what people like. You wins and losses are a thing. You have to lose or you have to win. That that's kind of the fundamentals of wrestling. Like pro wrestling, there's winners and there's losers, and we don't like it when there's not winners or losers because we complain that there's not winners or losers. So when people lose, it. Kind of is part of the deal. Like, oh, man, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, listen, I know you're going to be like, I've had criticisms over sometimes how people lose, but I don't I don't discount the fact that people need to lose in order to further other people or further their angle. Like, that, that has to happen. It has to happen, but who knows why they made this booking decision, but who knows? Maybe they were sick and tired of the complaining about Zelina. No matter what, she's not winning the tournament. No. But, uh, unless they're all of a sudden decide to do this major push for her, but I don't see that happening. 
But you, you just can't win. Like, I, like it's one. It, they're just going to complain no matter what. It, so provide a solution instead of bitching. How about yeah, that? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Or just be happy that hey, just, she finally got a win. Yeah, or just be happy that Tony Storm and Zelina Vega both had a high-profile match. On well, SmackDown. from what from what I'm hearing, the match has lasted about two minutes. Okay, stops, then so. check that from not the high record. profile. Scratch that from the record. <laughs> then <laughs> uh, the other result, uh, Liv Morgan versus Carmella. Who do you guess won that match? I think Liv because Liv's getting a bit of a push here. You would be wrong. Ooh, denied on that one. It was Carmella. Wow. So the internet is up in arms about that as well <laughs> because poor Liv is getting absolutely abused. Oh, my God. She had like 18 million wins in a row, and now she has one loss. Yep. Yep. Anyway, so we've got Zelina versus Carmella to go in this in the semifinals. We've yet to have, I guess on Monday, we'll have Dewdrop Natalia and then Dana Brooke and Shayna. So give me your picks for the finals. Well, let me see the brackets again. Um, so Zelina and Carmella. and Carmella. So who's going to the finals in that? Uh, so I think, if my pick, I think it's Shayna on one side, and I think maybe the I think they're gonna go. Well, no, they're both heels. Carmella, I'll go Carmella and Shayna in the finals. Shayna wins. I got to go the same. I think they're going Beauty and the Beast type mm-hmm. of uh, move with this. And I think Shane is just going to dominate. Dominate. Yeah. And plus, they already said. Oh, the- wouldn't this be cool? They do it on Raw. And then Corey Graves, like, she's beating her down so much. And Corey runs into the ring to, like, were, lay on top of her. Mm-hmm. And, like, <laughs> and then cool. And then sparklers go off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice dig. That's good. I'll give you that one. Uh They've already laid the groundwork for Dewdrop in uh, Shayna. So yeah, that's true. That's, that's going to – I can sense probably this is where you're going to get your angle, maybe an injury angle or something from Shayna to get into the finals, which sets up the feud for them right. afterwards. Uh, and then you just have the, the dichotomy of Carmella, the quote-unquote most beautiful most woman in WWE. WWE versus Shayna, who's just the ass kicker. Yeah. So I'm not going to say something about her looks. It's <laughs> I, yeah, just and I don't think her. they would dare go that route either. Oh, but. God. No. <laughs> yeah. No. So, so yeah, so it's – I don't know. How are you feeling about these tournaments? Uh, I think nostalgia-wise, love it. But, again, it's like the, we just talked about the draft. Ultimately, if it doesn't mean anything, then it's why are you doing this, right? Yeah. That's, that's where I'm at. Like yeah. – I would prefer, honestly, I know we've talked about too many, but like, I would be super cool if they got belts out of this or like championship titles. Like, give, like, the winners don't get the crown. anything. Yeah, they don't the crown. get, and they don't get a title shot. They don't get an opportunity for a title shot. They don't get a number. They don't get anything. So, I'm sorry, a crown and a scepter, and a, the 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 opportunity to call yourself king or queen. Okay. I do so like what? I do like the title belt. Give me idea. give me a title yeah. like you're and now, then they defend it. You're literally the king of the ring championship holder. You're the king of the ring champion. Now defend it, right? Because correct me if I'm wrong. Back in the day when it was like Harley Race and it was Haku and um, even like Hacksaw and Macho. Well, maybe not Macho, but Harley Race and Haku were they not defending I, the crown? I think they might have been. Yeah. So make it a title, right? Like make it a championship that you earn and then have to defend, and then. Each year, you have to then do up. An, you, you get that one year. Yeah, yeah, you're in another. So you get the one year of if you successfully retain, you're the, the king, right? Or how about the the king that's got the title going into the event is the number one seed? seed. Maybe yeah. they get a buy. That's a see, uh, uh, all great ideas, right? They still have to compete. 
or, or one more for you. Sorry. No, but no, go for it. What about if the tournament was to, de- to determine the number, number one contender. contender for the belt? Love it. Because I was just going to say, the only thing I could see is the champion goes into it, shouldn't have to really be in the tournament because mm-hmm. they should get a buy in that sense. Mm-hmm. But absolutely love the idea that the, the winner of the tournament is then, same night, you could have in whatever pay-per-view or whatever, the finals of the tournament and then the title match for the crown, right? Or for I've got title. one more scenario for you. How about, about this? So the King of the Ring goes one year to one year. Um, you have to defend that title. The reason you have to defend the title because the, if you're holding the title the night of the next year's King of the Ring, you get an automatic world title shot. I like that too. Meanwhile, the, the, the tournament is your undercard to determine the new King of the Ring, yep. and then that next year they get the well, I was, And that's kind of similar to what I was had in my head where you could just totally rip off Impact and Option the King C. of the Ring could yeah. just be, you can cash in that King of the Ring title for a world title But show. I kind of like the idea of you go the year. Like right, and then... So your main event... What if they picked, lose it in the year, though? That's that's what I mean. That's they why lose their world That's title what shot. makes this title so important. I like that idea, actually. It's like you... If you're holding on to it for that calendar year, that next event, you now get the world you title You got to defend it for that and then year. The, the subsequent person so takes over. on day 364, I li- Ellsworth I really can come in and take idea. the title and get the world title shot. I really shot. love that idea, actually. The, the Whoever holds the title at the event each year... Gets the opportunity for the world title shot. Is yeah, that what you're yeah. And then you crown a new winner. Oh, Ben. So then you you've got a mid card storyline. You can right bring there. back the whole yes, pay per view too. Yes, like king your, and, you could be the king and queen, whatever. Yeah, yeah. The whole pay per view is just focused. That's oh, your like two that main idea. events, yeah. and then the tournament is your is it's your, your undercard. And now, now that makes it. I now you got people that are big stars wanting to get in that tournament. Right, you want to be that that because title the kind of my complaint about the lineups in these two tournaments, nothing against the wrestlers. But where's where's the guys like care? Rollins or yeah. Drew there saying no? I want to be in this. Kevin tournament. Owens isn't even in. Right, this. exactly. But if if that title gets you a title shot at the world title, right. and no matter what, you are you are giving up that title at the end of you that year. You, you cannot hold it for longer than a calendar year. Exactly. So yeah. similar to option C, yeah. when you cash in, but you don't cash in through the year. You have to hold it. Sorry, you don't have to hold it the whole year. You can lose it twenty can, times, yeah. and then as long as whoever is the champion going into it. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I love that idea. I think it's great because, like I just said, it doesn't. It, it's it's a gimmick at this point, but it doesn't matter. There's nothing to it anymore. It's just we are well, trademarking well, that idea. Let's be fair. <laughs> we know why it's happening. It's because the prince wants it to happen. That's sure, probably why yeah. it's going to happen, right? Yeah. Outside of that, it seems to be this random thing that they'll bring back one year, not the next year. I, I think we haven't had consistency this whole time, so maybe they will going forward. Maybe it becomes a crown jewel thing, which makes sense because mm-hmm. it's crown jewel. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think it'll ever but there, happen. But. but there you go. Like I say, that's that's your crown like jewel. Like WWE 2K22, it's going to damn well happen. That's for sure. Yeah, so literally the pay-per-view doesn't have to be called King of the Ring. No. Crown jewel is your pay-per-view, jewel, yeah. but your main event is already picked out. It's kind of like WrestleMania that right. year with Rock and Cena. You've picked out your main event. You just don't know who the contenders are going to be, right? right? You know the two slots, and then the, you know the world ch- champion even, or the WWE champion. And you could even have just the two world title matches in the the semifinals and the finals of the both, sure. both women's and men's, right? Yeah, then that would be that would fill a card right there. Exactly, love it, love it, book it. All right, we Br- are so Bruce and Vince. If you're still good, Bruce We're and Vince. So good. If you're still listening, there you go. There's your uh, there's your idea. Uh, I'll take my royalty check, <laughs> please. Yeah. yeah. 
Anyway, so uh, so let's yeah. So All there right. you go. So um, let's move on to uh, well, just before yeah, we move yeah. on away from WWE NXT. Do you got any thoughts on NXT? So outside, not really. Outside of um, I heard they did debut. Um, I call him Brock Jr. But what's his? Uh, oh yeah, Parker. Yeah, they kind of did like a in crowd thing with Bordeaux. Him. Parker uh, Bordeaux. Yeah, but he's Harland now. Is that is, 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 is his Parker name? Harland? Is I it? think it's just Harland. That's oh, it's it, Harland. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so I saw that. I, I have to get really, I have to catch up on uh, my NXT. I, I've, like we've talked about, I've enjoyed it. It's just been busy life stuff. But um, outside of that, I was a bit surprised to see Ridge Holland get called up. And mm. that was the only thing mm-hmm. NXT related. Yeah. The hit row we've talked about, I won't go any more into that. I mean, yeah. I think maybe they're, did they go to SmackDown? They went to SmackDown, SmackDown right? yeah. Uh, like the main roster, I think it fits. I mean, that's a, it's probably a better gimmick for, for a main roster kind of show. Um, but yeah. Which I think is going to lead to uh, Legata del Fantasma. I think uh, what's what's the leader's name again? Sorry. Oh, um, um, Escobar. 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 I think he'll probably grab the uh, North American title, right. which is pretty cool. Which would be great. Yep. Yeah, great. Move on. He'll stable move on him top up there. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, no, uh, I don't. I don't know. Maybe there, I've been. I haven't really been connected to NXT, so I might be missing some stuff, but. The we'll shit bombs are flying on NXT. I will say that. Are they? Yeah, they're dropping it. Did you? Really? you did you catch Braun Breaker's uh, little promo that he did? I did not. I got, <laughs> I got, I got. They're all in the PBR. I just haven't watched them yet. But. Yeah, I, I don't remember the exact word, but basically, he, it's just a quick Steiner-esque pro- promo where he's like, you know, I don't give a shit. I'm here to whip ass. Um, nice. He's saying. You want a friend, get a dog. <laughs> so yeah, it's absolutely like absolutely awesome. Uh, it, it just it's just Steiner esque and and um and So then in your he, opinion, are they building to him being that He challenged he already challenged he? Uh, Champa. Uh, Champa. So we're gonna yeah. have that at Halloween Havoc. I'm okay if they pull the trigger on that. Go for it. I said it right from the get go. I would have put it on him. Champa's not leaving. One. Like Champa's yeah. not going anywhere. Yeah. But let him be around to just sort of keep it legitimate, but I'm all for that. Yeah. So yeah, you'll love that promo. Okay. You, you'll have to watch it. You'll love Check that. Check that out. And I mean, of course, everybody's crapping on Bordeaux because he he shaved his head. He's completely bald. And mm-hmm. they're like, what? Baby Brock is bald now. Like you took the one thing away, and it's like, yes, they did because everybody's <laughs> they, calling him Baby they don't Brock. Want it to be Baby Brock. It's like give it some time. Everybody's like, oh, he's buried. He's buried. It's like <laughs> the guy stood in the crowd and stared at Gacy, and that's it. And he's yeah. buried now because he shaved. What his about head. the guy who debuted the vignettes? Uh, I know uh, you had made mention of uh, the 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 Sopranos ass guy. Oh yeah, Tony D'Angelo. He was awesome. He's uh he's got a velour tracksuit. Uh, comes out in the wife beater. Uh, okay, that's pretty amazing. The hat. Yeah, yeah, and uh, is he just, a big dude? He tried to bribe the ref off the get go. Looks with, like a big dude. He's, he's, he's a big dude. Yeah, yeah looks like. And he's an amateur wrestler, so he did some nice takedowns. I'm all for it. I'm pretty. All for it. it was actually a pretty slow style for him, but I think that's just just going over, yeah. just trying to show that he's just going to overpower I mean, people. As you know, I wish he would just be black trunks and uh, <laughs> boots, but hey, it is what it is. Yeah. So he he was he was pretty cool. So I think he's going to awesome. get over big, just uh, you know, ironically. I, I think I, I'm actually really starting to love this even premise. Like, just give me more of this, especially if they're going to invest and so quickly bring up guys like Ridge Holland who. I didn't really know. I know he was around before they rebranded and stuff, but that's fantastic. Like, yeah. you got the look, you got the the gimmick we're, that we're now working on already and polishing. Come on up, right? Yeah, for sure. All that right. Great. So yeah, so that's our that's our WWE NXT. So let's move on Close over to AEW. AEW. What's, uh, what's the news? They don't really do that, do they? I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't really hear it too much. Uh, yeah. The biggest news, I guess, would have to be uh, Hangman Page yeah. back triumphant return what did you think of the match I, I thought the match was okay like i thought it was good it was typical uh ladder match i guess style there were some some cool spots i think guys really put themselves out there i 
I, the only thing I caught from the match wise, um, there was a spot, and I don't know if you caught this, where they were sort of, I think Mox went out first, and they were kind of all getting thrown out to the side of the ring, and there was a ladder right next to the apron. Man, oh man, they got to be more careful with that shit. I find like, say what you will about WWE, they keep their guys so safe in yeah. that environment. Yeah. The ref or whoever, like Summit, get that ladder out of the way. Like mm-hmm. it was clearly in the way. Like they had to go out of their way to avoid it. They could have broke their ankle on that thing, man. Yeah. You got guys like Mox, not a small guy. Guys like uh, Archer, not a small guy, trying to land outside safely, and you got a bloody ladder. That he's got to try and avoid. Anyway, that's just my little gripe. The um, match itself was, match was it, okay. it was what it was. Yeah. It's your typical spot fest that's going on. That's what the fans of AEW love. Um, Not to was, catch up. Did, did you find this too? The the end spot or towards the end where Archer had to stand there and wait to take I the was clothesline. Literally going to talk about that. that. Yeah, and like yeah. Archer, I don't know if that's on that's him. not the first time that Archer's been caught. Like just <sighs> just remember, sell it or I don't something. know. Remember the time that I forget what other match it was where he was in between the ladder and he was just laying there, and literally he's look moving around trying to get in position. And for they the spot. replayed it, and you could yeah. just see his face. He was just like standing there, no emotion, like. Yeah. I like him generally. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying I don't like, but like, God Almighty, do something while you're working it or something. Like, yeah. you're selling something. Like, I know. don't just bloody stand there and wait. Like, yeah. that I mean, me he was... literally at one point was standing in the corner holding a ladder, just waiting for a guy yeah. to come. And, and I just that's unacceptable to yeah. me. Like, I know I'm not a professional and all that, all that shit, but you are. So yeah. make it. Like, I don't know. To, to me, that, that soured me a lot on that. And, I mean, it, as That's awesome... not Paige's fault, by the way. That was... That no, was, no. That was Archer. As awesome as the move looked, it scared the living shit out of me to see Pac take that... Uh, that oh, I, the... I forget what Paige's move is called, but off the top yeah, of the ladder. He kind of modified it a bit, which yeah. made it better. But, I mean, yes. he... You could see his head bounce. And he just, he was just out with a concussion, too. Yeah, the only thing I will say to that in sort of defense of that spot... And maybe they didn't plan it this way, so maybe it's not a defense. But Paige broke the, the table first because yeah. he kind of like went down first on his ass. Yeah. And then, then I mean, obviously. Does that help, though? I don't no, know. I, yeah, fair enough. He's no, still taking I, it from the top. Honestly, I don't know. Like, I, would, I don't Would know. the impact be worse or better with that? I, 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 I mean, they would, do, they would do all kinds of stuff from the top ropes normally. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just, if then it just becomes a top rope uh, version yeah. of it. You know yeah. what I mean? But, and listen, I'm it, not, just, it was just I'm scary to watch. Scary to watch. But I mean, again, it was an awesome spot. It was great. I don't know. I guess maybe it's my age now. I'm just like, oh God. Like, no, I, I think I think it's... It, it, it gave me the same gross feeling of, remember when Ciampa came back yeah. and he took the um, the same move. It's Seamus's kind uh, of quad, Yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. I forget yeah. what they call it. A little it. bit. Yeah, a little bit. But he took the one from Gargano, the, was it? the apron it? or whatever. Or it was from Cole or something. Uh, on He took it onto the table off the top. Right. Like, yeah. In war games or whatever. Yeah. It, it, I'm just like, please, please no, don't do that. I think it's fair. I mean... Listen, they're the professionals. We, yeah. we got to trust that there. But it, it makes it, it makes it look cool. But yeah. also, you're just like cringeworthy a little bit. But yeah, I thought the match was good. I didn't think it was great. Maybe no matter what, will, but... the right guy came yeah. in and the right guy won. And I thought it was paced well. You got a couple guys got to get their shit in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hardy got the leg drop off mm-hmm. the ladder and. Um, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was good. It was. It was a decent main event. And then. Uh... I guess the only notable thing from that show was uh, the eight-man tag at first. Again, it was just an all-out spot fest. Yeah. And, I mean, you did have your moments that we were like, mm, this is kind of set up and all this. But what I couldn't get over is how about the pop that Luchasaurus got? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he is getting over with that crowd. The interesting spot, uh, or the, the interesting takeaway from that was how they kind of eliminated, like, uh, what was it, Brian got taken out right away? Or no, it was... Uh, uh, Cage. Cage, sorry. 
And that was kind of a botch too. Yeah. They, I mean, Jackson barely touched them. And, and, and so then it was like, was that was that planned or was that sort of? I assume it was because then they I were guess down. It was, they were yeah. down the whole match, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I was kind of indifferent on that match. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't find Dynamite. The fans loved it. Yeah, I didn't find Dynamite extraordinarily great this week, but I also go into it thinking it can't always be extraordinary, right? But uh, that was the point I was going to bring up, though. You can't have a phenomenal ten star match show every show. I know, but but the expectation because of all the surprises and all yeah. this, do you feel your? Do you, yeah, they. They brought out Homicide a couple of weeks ago, but that didn't do it for me. No. <laughs> and I mean, do you feel like now with not Braynot showing up and it's, do you feel like it's, it's almost WCW themselves where WCW had all these hot things and then, and then when you don't have it, it really becomes yeah. pretty personal. I don't have a problem with it, but I know where you're going with it mm-hmm. in that the general consensus out there. And even if you're a listener, I'm not meaning to poo poo on you if you think this way, but the general consensus is you have to keep giving me more, giving me more. Mm-hmm. I don't subscribe to that theory. I don't either. I mean, I'm a guy that's always saying, yeah. let it breathe, let it breathe. But I almost myself watching is like, okay, what's the next surprise coming? I, I just, I look for in, incremental upgrades, right? In the product. Mm-hmm. And I think they have done a good job of that. They have done a good job of building on what they have and, and sort of tweaking and mastering what they have, including production. Because I don't know if you remember this, I was I was really hard on them early early days when they would go backstage and maybe it was just the didn't know this was even before pandemic when they were only doing out of Daly's place there they would have an echo every single time they would go do a backstage interview right and right. I get it's live but clearly something's happening that you're showing it on the in the arena and you're yeah. getting an echo and that stuff has been cleared up the production's they've, got, definitely they've done been a lot up. better yeah. job of tweaking and tidying and yep. polishing the production so I'll agree. to me that's it look, more important it looks to me. like a top notch yes. product Agreed. and like. to me that's more important than if you debut every single guy every single week that i'm with you but yeah i think that that's got to be a legitimate worry just from the fan base, yeah. you worry is there going to be some backlash at some point. That's where I put it back on the fan base and say, get your levels in check. Come on. You know oh, God, I mean? yes. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, we cannot it's the same argument we had about just talking about the WWE. Yeah. It's like, come on, folks. Like, yeah, let's, let's be let's, realistic. Let's here. give a break here. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I th- so I thought it was good. I haven't got a chance to really check out Rampage. What did you think of the new title for the women, the TBS title? I was disappointed, to be mm-hmm. honest. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. I understand why they made it basically identical mm-hmm. i just i don't like it i mean you, you couldn't differentiate you know what i mean I think like, just the baby blue was kind of a weird color yeah for maybe me. Yeah. i guess i'm not a job because I, I don't associate that color with tbs no nor do I. Yeah. I i maybe it's because i'm not a super ginormous fan of the tnt title either mm-hmm. uh, again i understand why they're doing it but why not just call it the tev- i don't know yeah. like, why isn't it just I, the tv title I I just, anyway um, but yeah, I think I, we talked about this. I think it's great that they're having a secondary title for the women. I think that's phenomenal. Now, if they just go full force and move, have a separate show, even better, because then you really get to focus on, uh, on the talent and like give everybody a chance and all that stuff. But my only worry is, I guess they now have rampage for an extra hour. You, you've highlighted this. There's what, two matches, three a week mm-hmm. for women. Mm-hmm. One of them's usually a title picture. Like how are you going to? I don't know. They don't seem to fit that many women's matches in their show, right? Versus, I know Raw. You, you've commented on it, but they they tend to feed they overdo it. They, it seems sometimes, like, yeah. yeah. And I mean, mm. we had the main event on Raw, and it was women. It was a good match and all that stuff. But I don't see that same strategy from AEW. So maybe they're like, how are you going to? Because by having a secondary singles title, 
that means you have to have a secondary singles division, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like we don't even have really a main division right now. We only got a few people at the top. I, I will say this. That definitely their women's division has improved because it was kind of brutal to start off with, uh, but it's pretty good. Who do you see getting this style? For me, I think it's Thunder Rosa. Yeah, I think they made a good good highlight on Rosa. Yeah. I think it could be Jade. Could be. Could be Jade. Could we be. got Thunder Rosa. They got a bunch of new kind of up-and-comers in there, too. I think it's got to be Thunder Rosa, really. If you're not going to put the main title on her, then this makes perfect sense. Is there enough room, talent, whatever you want to call it, for two major title holders? Like, say it's Brit and Thunder. Who are you going after? You know what I mean? Like, is this going to take away from Brit a bit? Well, well, I guess that's kind of what I was alluding to. Like, it will if you don't have enough time yeah. to promote a secondary division. Yeah. Because then you're sort of squeezed for time either way, and then who gets the top billing, and then does it just become a title that doesn't matter? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. At least with the TNT title, we usually see it every week, right? For the men. Yeah, because right? it's, it's your television title, yeah. basically. So maybe it means less focus. Brett doesn't have to be on TV every week. Maybe that's, I don't know. That's where yeah. you go. Yeah, I think it's good. I The t- title, take it or leave it. I hate that the side plate is Ted Turner's house. So like that <laughs> drives me nuts on both of them. But but I'm all for uh, give, and we I've said this before. You're kind of in a different camp, but the more titles, the better for me because it means mm. I know the titles don't mean like you don't have to have a title to be over and all that stuff. But it's still, in my opinion, good for guys to have something to chase or girls to have something to chase, and you can physically represent like that. You're over and all that stuff. Well, here I am arguing for a King of the Ring title. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but, so, but again, that's a different title. My, I guess my point wasn't or, wasn't really. Is an additional title. Additional title. It's make it have a difference so that yeah. it's, it's not. I, you can't have ten IC titles on no, a no, show. Absolutely. But no. you could have a six man. You could have a tag team. I totally agree with yeah. you. I don't. I one one non main title. Fine. They should all. Anything else should be a division specific sort of title. Like mm-hmm. that's why. I mean, the X division one for Impact is really the secondary title, but it's technically its own division too. Yeah. But like, uh, yeah, like like Ring of Honor does the pure title, which is also a secondary title, but it's really not because it's its own division, right? And they don't have another secondary title. So anyway, but yeah, like to me, the US and the Intercontinental title, it's too much. You already have, like you have two of the same title because Mm -hmm. you're doing it on two different brands. I get it. But if you got rid of the brand split or then you could just have one of those really, right? Uh, but yeah, so that was uh, that was my take on that. All right, and you wanted to touch on your new favorite show at the moment? Yeah. So, <laughs> and BC didn't. Uh, he kind of eye rolled at me when I said, "Did you check out uh, Roads to the Top?" But so I don't even want to see Cody so, on Dynamite or Rampage. No, I definitely so here, don't see here's show why I like watching shows like Roads to the Top or Miz and Mrs. I'm not. I like. Listen, I like the rest of sometimes to get sucked into the kind of fake reality stuff. That's fine. What I do like to see, though, is the inner workings of the backstage stuff, right? And so, can, you I, do, can I interrupt for one yeah. second? Sorry, I, I, I ne- I'm always complaining about this, but <laughs> <laughs> Miz, how good is he doing on Dancing with the Stars? The guy's doing pretty I damn good. Even, I got it. I haven't watched it, it but I mean, he, he, he seems to be doing, doing well? good. Like he, he doesn't look like a klutz out there. That's good. And I, mark my words, he is going to come back to WWE in the best shape of his life. Every person that goes on that show, yeah. they lose a ton of weight because. They're yeah, so active, and he's going to be ripped. Yeah, you watch. He's, he's I, I mean, he's already in pretty good shape. He's going to yeah. be in phenomenal shape. But anyways, awesome. I, I just want to talk. No, no, no. Listen, it just I, shows anything the world. Miz, I'm a huge Miz guy. Miz so. is like so just 
he's just so multi-talented. It's crazy. And, and like he's for everybody that craps on him, man, this guy is getting promotion for WWE. Yeah. He's getting promotion for wrestling. I don't even know if he gets shit on anymore. Uh, he does. Does he, he does. still? But I think, yeah. that, I think that's just more the ignorant fan. It's yeah. just like, oh, I don't like Miz because he messed up his promo back in 2000 <laughs> yeah, and whatever, exactly. you know? But No, but yeah. it's for the same reason I like watching that show. It's mm-hmm. because you get to see some of it. You don't get to see all of it, but you do get to see some of the inner workings. And what I did find with the TNT version of this one with Brandy and, and Cody, they were they were not shy. They were they were going way into the backstage stuff. Tony was on it, um, like you've never seen Vince on any of these diva ones or whatever, right? But uh, Tony was there on stuff. They had Eric Bischoff on an episode. So you, that to me is the cool stuff. Like, so what is Bischoff's role? I, it was he was just there. Remember, it was the one right before Double or Nothing. He just showed up. Mm-hmm. I don't think he, he doesn't have a regular role. He was just there for the Double or Nothing promotion. Mm-hmm. But uh, and I don't want to belabor it because we're, we're, we'll move on. But what I you like, love Rose. No, <laughs> like BC, I am not a big Cody guy. I have never really been. I did like dashing Cody Rhodes for a while, <laughs> but I have never liked this iteration of him. Um, and it's not just because he has a hideous neck tattoo. It's just, I just don't, I just, I don't get invested in him. And that Of the did, I, IWGP title. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I think that speaks more volumes is that I'm not, good or bad. I just don't get invested in him. But what I think the consequence of this show has made that opinion worse because he mm-hmm. does not come off well at all on this show. Not only does he come off super cocky still and super conceited, and that that's there, but that comes off even worse. It's like he kind of almost comes off goofy and like kind of, not that everybody's got to be cool, but he doesn't come off cool at all. Mm-hmm. And like Brandy comes out looking like way bigger a star in this show than he does. He's just like, I don't know what it is about him, but watching him on this show, he just looks more goofy to me and more sort of like, I don't can't put my finger on it. And then they show guys like his brother, like Dustin. Dustin's just such a cool dude and such a badass. And he's just standing there and he just, he looks like a pro wrestler. He just talks like a pro wrestler. He's just good. QT's in it. And I don't mind QT. I'm like, he comes off and they show the Nightmare Factory and Preston Vance and um, Shoddy Leeds. And, and then they do a little bit of that. But, Anyway, my only comment was just like, it doesn't do him any favors, in my opinion, especially now that you're hearing he's on the oats with the EVPs, the other EVPs. I mean, rumor, innuendo, I get all that. Especially when you hear that the EVPs are maybe losing a little bit of the stroke in general. I don't know. They they, they really focused on the um, the angle, the, the weigh-in. Remember yeah. the weigh-in? Mm-hmm. And to his credit, he did take ownership of it failing miserably and all that stuff. But like, you could visibly see, and they showed it. Tony was pissed. He's like... Cut it, cut it, cut this fucking segment. Like he's like basically yelling at him to get out of the ring. And it just it doesn't it doesn't shine a good light on him in my opinion so far. Now maybe it will in a couple of the other shows. And I don't know if that was intentional for TNT or if he signed off on it. Tony's the executive producer of it. So that say take that for what you will. Yeah, I guess the <laughs> other thing that and I again I, I didn't watch it and refused to watch it, but uh, <laughs> I, I guess he's lying. He secretly <laughs> loves it. I guess the other thing that came out of it was He's a lot of his promos are extremely scripted and extremely practiced, uh, which, yeah, ironically, he was supposed to be known for his promos and being the son of Dusty Rhodes, who's the promo king, yeah, and him doing that. So, again, that's not shining good, yeah. Light I don't on know. Him. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. I watched the, the first do you think board. it's just a setup, just to, to set up to, to make Brandy a bigger star? It, it could very well be, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, she 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 comes up really well on it, like, don't get me wrong, it's it's. It's not like it's a burial because it's it's obviously an AEW produced show. But if it if they were attempting to make him more engaging and come off better to the fans, it's not going to happen because he 
is I right now, honestly, I think he might be incapable of doing that. <laughs> and you wanted to touch on the the Iron angles, right? The um, we stuff. don't have to go far on that. I just I mean, come on, Iron made him look like an absolute chump, chump, yeah, on, on two straight segments. Yeah, and then that that whole segment with the Burning, fire bin yeah. was just, ugh. Yeah. yeah, it was. And that's like even not. I love that there's so many Twitter accounts dedicated to Aaron Anderson's Glock. <laughs> <laughs> but like even like not to belabor, but like even Cody walking down his like patio steps uh, in the back, and he just he just looks like an ass. He looks like, like a douche. I, he they, just looks like a douche. If just, they are not going full on heel turn with this, then this is the worst job of yeah, trying to market agreed. somebody in the agreed. history of mankind. Agreed. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. We'll we'll yeah. get off the Cody stuff, but like. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm going to continue to watch it. It's just, I hope that it was not, I hope it's not intentional, but man, they are not making him look good in this show. It's not <laughs> happening. Anyway. Right on. All right. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll move, move away. I think that's, that's we'll our AEW the stuff too. there. Um, so a couple other items we'll move on to. Uh, I know we never got a chance to see it, but big news in the MLW world. You had your title versus title match between Hammerstone and Jacob Fatu, and we've got a new MLW world, world champion. champion. Yeah, no, I think that's great news. He champ, champ. It. He deserves it. Did he did he relinquish the um, I, national champion? Isn't uh, national was it national open weight maybe or something like that? Yeah, I think that's what yeah. It yeah. Is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, like we've said this before, we're both big Hammerstone fans and Fatu fans and Fatu fans. Mm-hmm. And I guess the question is, does this does this have to mean anything? Does it mean something about Fatu? I mean, was it just the time was right to change the title to take the title off him? Maybe. We were we were kind of talking off air. I would love to see Fatu go to the WWE. I think he would be a perfect fit there. Rumor and innuendo, if you will, says that uh, they don't want him because he's had some apparently legal troubles in the past. I don't. Again, we can't validate that or substantiate it. I think they'd be silly not to at least take a chance on him because, man, oh man, he would fit that bloodline angle. He would fit. He would just fit the WWE product to a T, right? I mean, he's big Samoan has a presence, can wrestle. He's got it all. He, He's a bet. in my opinion, he's a better Amaga than Amaga. And Amaga was great. I, I enjoyed Amaga. So anyway, that's my uh, take on that. But I'm happy to hear uh, Hammerstone got the, got the old strapola. Yeah, I don't think he, actually, he doesn't have to relinquish the title. He is listed as the world heavyweight okay. champion and the national openweight there champion. There you go. There so, you go. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously you're going to have to have the rematch. Yeah. I mean, that's unless you pull the rock angle or ain't no rematch. You and, know? Uh, or they uh, or they disbanding the uh, Contra, maybe. I don't maybe they maybe they're going to do away with the Contra kind of faction there. Uh, who knows? It could be interesting. I really got to get caught up because uh, I'm a big fan of MLW. Yeah, I'm sl- I'm sleeping on MLW and I really do have to get into it a bit yeah. more. But I mean, I, I am paying attention to those guys because they are beasts. Yeah. Uh, and I enjoy any type of beast battle. And that's. Uh, you know, Fatu, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what's going to happen there. Is he staying? Is he going? They just signed Will Ospreay, which is pretty huge. So news. you're saying he's going to, is it an open door kind of thing, or is he signed, signed? Or I, Well, I think it might be open door with uh, New, New Japan, Japan right. but as far as, I, I don't, from my understanding, like I don't think they have an open door with, them, right. with AEW. I don't believe they do, no. No. So, so it might be it's an exclusive uh, agreement for North American uh, promotions and then open door with, or. Obviously, he's still signed contract with NJ, NJPW. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that, but again, I don't know the full details. Maybe yeah. we'll talk to our buddy Mavs and yeah, maybe we'll get, get some we'll get details on that. Yeah. But uh, it's crazy in the wrestling world right now. And then, then we'll touch on our, 
or other promotion that we're fans of, although I do have to play some catch-up on them. I mean, there's, again, we got to get that 30-hour week going because yeah. <laughs> I'm having trouble catching or up. Or uninhibited, unrespons- like no responsibility uh, weeks where we just get to watch wrestling for the whole time. Professional podcasters, <laughs> yes, as we say. Exactly. Make it happen, Make folks. it happen. Say what you will about Impact. I feel some rumblings there. I mean, they just, I don't know, maybe some people won't think this is a big deal, but they just signed Mercedes Martinez, which to me is a bit of a big deal because that is someone that is con- was considered a top-level free agent when she got released from yeah. WWE, and everybody expects her to head on over to AEW to join that women's roster, which would have helped bolster their yeah, women's roster. Absolutely. And for her to go to Impact, that is a little bit of a sign there yeah. that there's some things... There's rumors and, as you like to say, innuendo going around that maybe Bray is not signing with AEW, and there's a great possibility that he might sign with Impact. Well, not only that, I think Impact Wrestling itself came right out and said that they're, they're pursuing. Interested. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. pursuing and they're interested. And Braun's not off. They've the table never either. done that. They've never really. No, nobody really comes out and says that. But I guess because he's an actual free agent now, you can say that. Yeah. So, uh, to me, the fact that he hasn't showed up in AEW means he's not. Personally, I think that's a good indicator that. Maybe they're still working on a deal. I, I get that. But I don't know. To me, that's a pretty good leading indicator that he's not going to AEW because I feel like it would have been wrapped, signed, sealed, delivered, I'm yours kind of thing. Like, uh, yeah. Kudos to Impact if, if for them, one, to come out and say that. You would think that they wouldn't come out publicly say that if they hadn't had talks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe, maybe they just don't care. But I would think that they wouldn't be that naive or maybe not even irresponsible to come out and say we are actively interested in pursuing, uh, what's his name, uh, Rotunda. Yeah. Um, we still but, call him Bray. Whatever. Yeah, it's okay Bray, Bray, whatever. Yeah. FKA Bray. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, so I think it's great. And the Mercedes thing, uh, I agree with all that, but also it it's another veteran presence in that locker room for, yes. for that talent, right? Yeah. So I think that's it. That's, she's got a lot to offer from a, from a just leadership perspective too, you would think. And they're doing the smart thing. They're lining people up for Deanna, who, you know, right now is considered by many the best women's yeah. wrestler in the world right now. I don't know if I put her at that, that yeah. top, but she's in that, that echelon. Upper, upper echelon. And sure. what you, the, the only thing you can do for somebody like that is Surround feed them, them. Op- opponents. You have to do that. And by the way, the build they're doing with the Mickey Deanna feud is has been fantastic. Awesome. They just did you. I don't. You probably didn't catch. No, I got to get caught up too. You got to go watch the burn fight that they. Had. Oh, excellent! That was that was pretty awesome. And uh, and they just had a in their most recent episode they had a boardroom battle. <laughs> so it's it's on. You know, it, it's it's they're getting ready for bound for glory for them. They have the knockouts knockdown that's coming up. I forget the date that's happening. That's great too. So there's a lot of there's a lot of good buzz going on, and you still have Buddy Matthews out there, or, or Buddy? Uh, no, yep. Yeah. Yeah, Buddy Matthews is his new name. Buddy Murphy was his old name. Yes, yeah. yeah. So you still got him you out got there. Him, you got Braun. And I'm sorry, I'm I'm all in on Buddy Matthews. If he comes to somewhere like that, I mean, yeah. they've got a solid rust. And I guarantee you, like if, if Bray was to go to, and I, I, yeah, I'll call him Bray. If Bray was to go to Impact, <laughs> it could be the domino. That makes it must see TV. I'm yeah. sorry, you gotta watch it to see what the hell's gonna happen here's, there. Here's the only thing with that, and I heard this number. They're like in. They're only in three hundred thousand households. On TV, I get that, that's but that's near impossible to compete. I still think they that need there's... to do something outside of the box from a from a viewer 
availability of seeing their product kind of perspective. You know what I mean? I think if you get a guy like Bray, there's something will happen. But 300,000, man, that's like, you got to, you got to factor half of those are nobody cares about wrestling households. Mm -hmm. Then you only got like maybe 150,000 that would even tune in. Then you got to get all of like, that's no wonder they can only pull out in the (laughs) tens of thousands. You know what I mean? Because they don't have enough households to in the United States to to make it matter, but anyway. I mean, I'm telling you, I man, just feel bad for Impact because they don't deserve. I'm looking at this roster; they've got one hell of a strong. We, we both agree they should be yeah. much better than we should. They should be getting much more respect, viewership, props, all of that stuff than they are. But I, I just the logistics of their model right now, I just don't see it happening. I, I just don't. Maybe this that's the whole tie-in with the, the negotiations with Bray are, are tying into this, though. Yeah. Maybe they're working on some stuff, and that's what's they happening. they got to get on a better network. Let me ask you this question. If they're getting a guy like Bray, say they get Bray, Braun, whatever, they do kind of a Wyatt thing. The big thing with Bray is the whole, what do you call it, the aura around the character, right? Would you make, if you're Impact, would it make sense to make a huge pitch to get Jeremy Borash back? Because he was the guy. He was the guy that really was the impetus for the Matt Hardy, the broken right, Matt the broken stuff. Matt, yeah. I know Matt was the character, but Borash was the guy putting together some of this stuff that, that really took that to another level. And you saw AEW had, was not able, and this isn't a shot on AEW, I'm just saying they weren't able to duplicate what they and were apparently able to Tony do. wasn't a fan of it, so that that helped. That WWE, me. with all their production values, was not able to duplicate what they did yeah. in Impact. Well, Would, they also WWE sized it too, which didn't. Yeah, but but so, what I'm saying is Jeremy Borash, a guy that's kind of an unsung hero for their for, backstage production and stuff like that, that it, it's worth the pay. The him answer that would money. be yes, I would. Yeah. But what is he doing? Right? What, is is he still? He's in, in the. In, I know that, yeah. but is he still in NXT? Like. What is he? I, I believe I, so. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. What, I guess I don't know enough about his role currently. You don't hear about him, so I guess he's he's creative down in NXT. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's got a too good too good a gig there, and they would have to probably pay him a decent amount. But mm-hmm. I also think he's good on air talent too, right? So I, I was a Borash fan for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Like to me, though, I just keep going back to it. It doesn't matter how good they are and will be and continue to be and how good the roster is. If you don't got eyeballs seeing it, it's like, it's like Bubba always says too, for ring of honor. It's like, it doesn't matter how good the match is. If nobody watched it, I know, but I, you know what I mean? Like, I think if they were to make those moves, that's going to lead to, to maybe, it's got to, it's maybe. got to, they, could it be a foundational signing for them to then go elsewhere to pitch their show? Yeah. hundred percent. I just, it's just this weird thing where Anthem owns Access TV or AXS or whatever the hell it's called. And so would they want to, like, would they want to leave their own network? You know what I mean? It just, I don't know. I just, I hope I'm wrong in this. It just feels like it's this perpetual, never going to get out of the hole they're in kind of scenario. You know what I mean? True. But here's another part of it. The show is still on. Like yeah. we still, after all these years, still watch Impact. Yeah, and it's a great show. And you're enjoying the show. Do you yeah. think about while you're watching that show? Do you think about, geez, I wish I had. This I, many I don't. More of you? And so no. that's a solid point. I don't. It's, it's but like, like this whole garbage. At what point does it then become they need to make money or something? Right? Well, but like, apparently they're, they're they're still paying these guys. Yeah, true so enough, I mean, true no different than this garbage that everybody goes on about the ratings for Dynamite I, versus. I Rock. would put this. I don't on you think though. about the ratings when I watch a show. I think about is the show it, any. Good? Nor do I. But what I do think about is upping your production, upping the look, upping. Mm-hmm. 
that won't ever change if you're not get, like I think it's that chicken in the egg. I know, right? but I think that's part of the appeal of yeah, impact it of it too. Maybe is it is, is yeah. that lower whatever? Yeah. But anyways, I'm getting pumped up for Bound for Glory though. I mean, I mean, I'm excited about Cage versus Alexander. That's going to be oh yeah a phenomenal match. Perazzo versus Mickey James is going to be great. I don't even know if you know this, but Moose and Morrissey are, are kind of working together now. No way. Yeah, so that's awesome. That, those, are, those are two hogs right uh, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, wow. pretty, that's pretty badass. And, I mean, they're, they're going to have the Collier Shot Gauntlet match, so that's going to be uh, Swan. So the winner me. gets any title they want. Right? They get a trophy, and they can invoke any time within a, one year for a championship match they're that's choosing. Cool so you got Swan, Myers, Moose, Morrissey, and to be announced. Wow. And then you've got the uh, the the three way match for the uh, X division championship because obviously uh, Alexander had it's dropped vacated, that. Right. So that's Trey Miguel, Steve Macklin, and then the third opponents to be determined is going to be either Willie Mac, El Fantasmo, or Rohit Raju. So, mm. um, and that's just your first five matches. There's going to be more to fill out the card. I mean, you've got and it's on the road. It's actually in an arena, yeah, uh, not in Vegas. Arena. Yeah, it's not in an arena, but it's in the Sam's Bingo Sam's Town, yeah. Sam's Sam's Town, whatever. And uh, I was say bingo hall, but it's not. you know you're gonna have some some ladies. So it look cool. It yeah. should look cool on pay per view. Uh, yeah. yeah, listen, uh, you we are both like we would. Love and you to might see have a Impact. debut in Bray Wyatt. I think. Yeah, we would love <laughs> to see Impact succeed. And I think to your point, it's not that they're not right. Mm -hmm. But I guess for me, it's just like they'll always be looked on as the lesser of, right? And that's the only thing for me. No, I, I hear what you're saying, but I, again, I'm. I've kind of, I'm so, maybe that's the one beauty of what, what Twitter, <clears throat> what Twitter's done for me is that it's, it's managed to turn me off so much that I'm just almost anti any discussion about ratings or this yeah. or that. I'm that's just like, point. you know what? Wrestling is awesome right now. Wrestling and I'm really enjoying it. I'm yeah. really enjoying it. And there's not just one promotion that's doing amazing. There's a ton of promotions. Yeah, no, that's that are a good doing point. It. I mean, what do ratings how much do ratings matter when you own the network that you're in? I mean, you're yeah. on, right? I mean, yeah. It's like do you think the WWE's really that worried? I mean they're, <clears throat> no. they're they got Dis their money. <laughs> they're <laughs> Disney right now, yeah. as I say. So <clears throat> they got their money and they're good to go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's a good card to look forward to. All right, so I guess we can uh, cut things off there. We're running uh, a little bit over an hour now, so uh, great talk. I mean, you know, that's what I love is well, there's so much, yeah, so much to talk about, so much content. And, as and say. I mean, we don't even touch. There's like so much else. I out know. There. Like I know. there's several other promotions we could hammer on, but we just don't have as much knowledge on them. So yeah, and and it's just amazing mm -hmm. the amount of content that there is to talk about. We literally came in here and we said, you know, what? we're just going to wing it. We're just going to talk about because we haven't really talked about the actual wrestling promotions yeah. for a few weeks. So our wrestling podcast hasn't talked a whole lot about wrestling <laughs> products, <laughs> but the, you know, we're just having fun with this stuff. We're doing interviews. We're doing top 10 yeah. lists and stuff like that. So we just said, let's just wing it and talk about what's going on. And there's a lot to talk yeah, about, which is great, which is great. And it's not negative. No, that's the other thing. Well, and I think we've talked about this. It's only negative. If you want to spin it negative, like having this much content is never a negative. You can criticize, you can be critical, but let's not bury anything, people. Like let's let's keep everybody's jobs alive for the better going forward. Like this is ultimately a good thing to have this much. The fact that you can complain about it means it's good. That so stop trying to bury stuff, right? Yep, for sure. So I just wanted to make mention uh, one thing. I keep being remiss in mentioning when we're talking about where you can find us as far as our podcast. Yep. I want to remind people that we are part of the Sportswire Sports Radio family, which. Um, if you go to sportinarium.com and click on their player, it's a 24-7 sports radio station, which is 
pretty phenomenal. And they're constantly uploading new and good content on there. Uh, a lot of wrestling content. There's a lot of uh, sports talk, you know, baseball, hockey, football, that kind of stuff. So if you're a true sports fan, get on there. It's it's great. So again, that's Sportanarium. So that's S-P-O-R-T-A-N-A-R-I-U-M.com slash player in order to get to the the player. But you can just, you know, if you're doing a desk job, just put it on the background. Just listen to some great sports talk. We'll be on there. Usually our show's usually show up um, on Mondays prior to Raw and then uh, replay usually on Tuesday before NXT. Yeah, so it's a nice lead. Super thankful for that uh, for that option for everybody out there to listen to and uh, grateful. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, this will now this will have happened by the time this episode drops, but actually myself and Jay are scheduled to jump on with uh, the, the, um, the uh, program manager, Tom Bryce, uh, on his show uh, this Sunday evening at 8. Uh, 8.30 Atlantic live, time, right? so that's yeah. 7.30 yeah. Eastern time. Uh, but again, I think he will show replays on yeah. Twitter and, and, and Facebook. So Just, yeah. fo- just follow the just Twitter, follow, Hannah, yeah, the, yeah. The Twitter uh, page because it, it's a great – it's always lots of updates on there yep. and great promotion. On and, there, so. and actually what's really cool is Thomas is actually starting to upload live uh, shows onto Twitter. So you can just tune in right there. Yeah, that's great. And there's lots of great people on there doing some yeah. great stuff. So that's going to be pretty exciting. Also, as hard as this is to believe, this is episode number 19 for us. When we started, we never even yeah, thought we'd get to this level. It's B-A-N-N-A-A-N. No, wait. I screwed that up. It's banana. It's banana. The crowd go banana. But, you know, And thank you. I mean, that's not, we're not just blowing smoke. It's it's great to even say we had two episodes or one episode, but to say we have 19 already in the the can, if you will, is it's phenomenal, and uh, we're excited to. We have no intention on slowing down, but uh, we're really grateful and thankful for uh, for any and all the listens out there. Yes, and but this let, but what the, I'm more grateful is is our 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 twentieth coming up. So yeah, so this, hit them with it. This being number nineteen, which means we're coming to number twenty. So that's kind of a round number for us. So we thought we'd do a really fun episode, and we might have a couple other different surprises coming out during that episode as well. But we're going to be doing what we're going to call the greatest WrestleMania card of all time, of all the times. Insert awesome WrestleMania music here. Yes, or I may put some clapping or something. (laughs) We'll see. So myself and Jay have strict rules to follow for this, and I'll I'll run them down here. And what I'm going to do is I'm also going to encourage you listeners, come up with your own list as well. See if you can come up with one. And then compare it to what we're going to pick for our cards. Because I'll be interested to see how much similarity there is. And, I mean, we're making this freaking hard. Yeah, because it's, it, it's the like rules are, It's like homework. It is, but it's fun <laughs> homework. The rules are pretty crazy. So we're going from 1 to, what are we at now? 37 we've had, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. So we're from 1 to 37, you can pick any matches. But here, here's how it goes. So there's going to be 10 matches on the card. I'm not worried about time. That no. That's fine. But, uh, you know. <laughs> it would be an eight-hour <laughs> Exactly. <show. laughs> Ten matches on the card. So here you go. So here's the rules. You got to have one WWE slash WWF world title match. So that's the WWE title. So think of the, the main, main title. Main title. Okay. One of those. One u- either universal slash world heavyweight title match. And uh, sorry, I should preface the WWE, WWF. World title. That could also include the undisputed title. So the think of the Jericho Brock Lesnar title. Yeah. Um, one universal slash world heavyweight title match. 
So whichever and one of those. And we're not going to get into debate whether Universal's the main one or not. Exactly. Technically, we're calling it the secondary main. One. We we think of it. Yeah, yeah, it's just like when you know That's they had the big gold as Roman. the world heavyweight. Yeah. You know, it was Benoit, Eddie. Which yeah. one was the one? Right. Just depend on who was holding it, I guess, right. at the time. One intercontinental title match, one U.S. title match, one tag team title match, one women's world title match, and that can be any of the women's titles. Yeah. It can be the Divas title, it can be the SmackDown the title, old the Raw, one. whichever. Alundra Blaze. It could be one. Fabulous Moolah if she yeah. appeared on on WrestleMania. That's that's up to you if you want to do it. So one of those, one gimmick match. So that can be Hell in a Cell. A ladder match, a buried alive match, a money in the bank match, whichever you want to use as your gimmick match, you can you can use that. And I'm, then they're I'm pulling out the most random. I'm match sure you are. Ever. The kennel from hell match. Gimmick right? battle royal match for me, baby. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we don't have to worry. It can be a battle royal, but that's really going to limit your choices because well, I'll get true. into the other that's rule true. in a second. That's a good point. Damn it. You can have three other matches. So those title matches are seven title matches. Now three other matches, and they can be only be a singles match or a tag team match. We're not talking, and this is to, to help us because <laughs> there's limitations right. on this, right? You want but to avoid the uh, not four corners match. Exactly, not four corner tag team match yeah. or a battle royal or whatever. So either a singles match or a tag match, but there's lots of options out there for tag matches for sure. I mean, think about the fact that you had like Rock and Foley versus <laughs> yeah. Evolution or stuff like that. You're going to pick an announced team, pick a venue, and you can feel free to pick three celebrities if you want for it. And you can even pick who's which anthem you're going to do. Is it Aretha? Is it Little Richard? Who are you going to go with, right? Here's the rule. You cannot... I'll go with saliva. Yeah, exactly. You cannot use the same wrestler in multiple matches. So, i.e., if you go with uh, Hogan Andre as your, as your WWF title match, you can't go with Hogan Rock. Yeah. You know, so. i.e. or like picture it as as if everyone was still alive in yes. real time. They're only they would not be able to wrestle night. more than once. That's right. Night. And I know it's been done that people have, have wrestled twice in one night, but no, no, we're we're, we're trying to get everybody on the card here, yeah. brother. Yeah, we're yeah. we're spreading the wealth around for the payout. Okay, so you cannot use the same wrestler, and I know this is very confusing. I'm going to put a post up with the rules on this <laughs> as well. I can't even follow, <laughs> but uh, it's going to be fun. I tell you, you cannot use the same wrestler in multiple matches. And if a gimmick match is a title match, that will count as your title match. So, i.e., if you pick, say, like, let's use the example, Razor and Sean for the ladder match. That but but two, it's for the two of your main categories. Well, what I'm saying, no. No, what I'm saying is that that was for the IC title, so that's your IC title match. Okay, so it doesn't You can pick another gimmick so match. So you get another gimmick. Okay. okay. So, so, you, all, so it's absolutely 10 matches. You don't. Okay. 10 matches, gotcha. yeah. But but if the title was on the line, so people will think of like, oh, I'm going to pick TLC. But remember, the tag titles are on that's the line. That's a tag title. That's match. a tag title right. match, right? The title being on the line trumps gimmick. That's we'll just leave it at that. Right, exactly. Yeah. But so that means you could technically get two gimmick matches right. on on there. And and if it's a single or tag match, it's a gimmick match that could still get so on the card my, too. My uh, Lions Den match is still alive. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Was well, that WrestleMania? Yeah, I, <laughs> I think it was. You had 15, wasn't it? Yeah, Owen and uh, Severin or something. No, it was Owen uh, and Shamrock. No, Shamrock and Blackman, wasn't it? Oh, jeez. <laughs> wasn't it? That maybe. shows you how memorable. Maybe, it was. maybe, maybe <laughs> it wasn't. For those who don't remember, it was basically just a cage that they put on the side of the arena. So there you go. So I love it. Have at it. Man, um, oh man, I'm gonna like have to quit work to like figure this out. This <laughs> well, week. I've already got I, I, myself just very quickly. I was going through, and I've got, I've got a bit of a skeleton of a car, but man, I am making some tough decisions <laughs> on this one. Like, there might be my favorite match of all time 
might not make the WrestleMania card Ooh. because I need to of slot rules. people into different matches. Goddamn rules. Think about that. Like, that's oh, crazy. I love it. I, I'm excited to uh, put mine together, too. I haven't really fleshed it out, but it's going to be cool to kind of to go over everything. You've, you've got a week to work on. I know. It's homework, homework, homework. And, uh, I mean, if this uh, and if this becomes popular, we might do the same thing for, say, a SummerSlam make Survivor it, Series. Yeah, or, you know, maybe we'll do a Survivor Series one where it's uh, we pick the greatest Survivor Series card of, of team matches. You know, yep. so it might be rude's brood versus uh <laughs> you know, i don't know yeah the hacksaws or the we four don't by have fours. as many to choose from because they've, <laughs> they've killed survivor series matches I years know, ago. yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Oh, i'm excited it's gonna be great i think it's gonna be fun so that's for our 20th episode we're pretty excited we're gonna have a good time with that i'm sure there'll be lots of debate there's gonna be some crying i think <laughs> over what we can or can't allow and i'm interested to see uh don't worry, you don't have to, we don't want you to throw your results up prior to the show and, you know, as far as your cards, we want you to hold them close and see if you match compares, up. Yeah. yeah, and then afterwards, I'll, I'll send a note out on Twitter to see what everybody came up with for their cards and see how close it was or how different the cards yeah. were because they're, they'll be interested to see what some people have for their matches. It's the rules make it a little challenging. I, like I know I that's like the it. point. I like it. This is episode 20, baby. We got to make a challenge. Bye bye. Yes. Yes. We got to make a challenging. Right. We're going bigger, going home. Exactly. So there you go. That's, that's the rules as, as we see them. <laughs> <laughs> as you've dictated. As I've dictated. Yeah, <laughs> no, you were on board. No, it's true. Yeah. Banana. All right, we're getting a little bit loopy here, so I think it's time to sign off. So, straight from the blanket booth, my name is BC. This guy next to me is called Jay. We didn't even do our plugs for the show. <laughs> yeah. at, w- at BC Hunter WWTT and at Jay Myers WWTT and Whoa. at WWTT Pod. There it is right there. There you go. So, on that note, we are out of here. New.